0: Hello, uh, Scroobius Pitbeard. This is weird, isn't it? This is an intro and warning before the intro and warning that come before the drunk cast. Um, these, these conversations, it's a three-part thing, were recorded not this past Sunday, the Sunday before. Obviously, a lot has happened in between those, in between those times. It was originally scheduled to come out um, last week. But I decided it felt more appropriate and more important to reissue the Killer Mike episode and the Akala episode. There was tons I could have chosen from the Black Lives Matter episode, obviously, jumps out as well. Um, But yeah, it felt more appropriate to put them out at that time and hold the drunk cast back here. But I wanted to pop up and explain the kind of timeline, because obviously, as said, a lot has happened in that period. But I really appreciated getting to do this, this drunk cast. I love everyone involved and I loved that we could have a safe and open space to discuss heavy things and to talk absolute nonsense and get drunk and be silly wallies. It was the loveliest moment in these incredibly unusual and exhausting times. But yeah, just wanted to explain that big love to everyone um, who's listening and everyone out there. uh, Yeah. Figuring out how, this new normal can be any anything near normal. And where it can't go back to normal. Anyway, let's get on with the drunk cast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 328. I hope you're all okay, man. There's a lot of fucked up shit going on in the world at the moment. And, uh uh shock horror i i I don't have the answers i know you're all tuning in here to solve the world's problems um but (laughs) i i I don't know the answers but you know what i did really bloody need to get drunk with some good people and talk nonsense so we did that this is a three-part drunk castle your usual warnings that um that 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 we're all getting drunk and we'll probably say some st- st- stupid shit. Um, the first part is almost exactly on the hour. Um, and then part two is just over an hour. And part three probably gets closer to two hours. I can't really remember, but it it it, it, it got messy by the end. But as I said, this, the, the the intros to drunk casts, previous isolation drunk casts have included James Acaster, Ed Gamble, uh, Brett Goldstein and Ramesh Ranganathan so go and check them out normally this comes with as I said all sorts of warnings about the nonsense that you're about to listen to but um, this just comes with a statement that I really needed this I, I came out the other end of this just feeling positive we do get into some heavy stuff but we also get really drunk and talk absolute nonsense and it was exactly what um, I needed at this point so uh, yeah that's all I've got to tell you really is there anything else I need to say oh new new pod bible magazine is out out this this coming weekend with Stephen Fry as our cover star um, and an interview with Stephen Fry in there so please give that a read and keep an eye out for that it'll be on all our pod bible socials so um, yeah it's good stuff, and it's possibly the best stained glass w- w- window cover art we've had yet. So, uh, yeah, give it a look. This drunk cast is with Rich Wilson and Jade Adams, who are comedians who have both been on, on my podcast and on Hardcore Listing. Um, and they're a couple, and they uh, live together. So I thought they were great people to bring a unique angle to all that's been going on in, in lockdown and stuff like that. So, um Yeah. Um, also, I need to mention, we did have some s- sound issues. Um, don't don't panic and don't let that put you off. Thankfully, I've got the best producer in the world, Buddy Peace. So he's put together kind of some bits of the recording from the Zoom feed, some bits from our own feeds and made it all sound absolutely amazing. So uh, yeah, don't panic. This is the third isolation drunk cast. And it's episode 328.
1: Greetings, Distraction Pieces listener. Uh, that means you. Uh, hello, this is producer Buddy Peace. Just a little check-in ahead of the episode. Sorry to bother you, sorry to disturb, but this, this won't take long. Just wanted to give you sort of a, a quick little post-it note about the quality of the audio for this episode. In regular situations, we'd have... Uh, a separate recording for each guest Uh, but it just so turned out that we didn't have that uh, for reasons many and various but um, yeah basically in the end we had a mix which the Zoom app gave us sort of spits out at the end of uh, everyone together. What isn't great about that is that you can't kind of treat each voice uniquely so you can't you know like if, if one voice is a bit brighter than the other one, and you know, you, you sort of can't adjust them individually. So you might hear a little bit of disparity in the voice qualities. Um I did what I could. It's entirely listenable. You know, you should be able to make out all the words and everything everyone's saying. But um yeah, it, I mean it, it's not it's not super incredible, but give it a minute or so, your ears will adjust and forgive you and uh all will be well. Um, so yeah, I hope you understand why I took my paper approved chance to chime in at the start. I just sort of wanted to jump out of the shadows from where I do all the mixing and whatnot and just give you a little heads up on all of that. It's a total joy of a podcast. So please enjoy and thanks for listening to me talk about specific stuff. All right, on with the episode.
0: Right, this is another isolation drunk cast, joined as ever by Stuart Whiffin. How are you, sir? I'm good. Hello. You, you just put a mouthful of crisps no, in your
2: mouth in as, a bit as of we intro.
0: <laughs> we've been sitting here for 20 minutes, not started, as soon as we press record. Mouthful of crisps. Um, <laughs> Chris, Chris Glasson, Hello. the other regular, the uh-huh. silent villain.
1: Silent
0: <laughs> villain. Um, and we've got... This is the first time we've had not only a couple, but two people who are in the same place, but on separate Zooms. So we've got Rich Wilson. How are you doing, sir?
3: I'm good, thank you. It's nice to see you all.
0: And you? Oh, yeah. And we've got Jade Adams. How are you?
4: (laughs) I'm well, thank you.
0: Good, good, good. Um, So I figured right at the start, I should address immediately that obviously it's been a fucked up few days and a fucked up week in general. Um... And obviously we can talk about everything that's going on in the world as much as we like, but I also want to let people know that if we move on from it s- swiftly, it's because this is a podcast of f- five people getting drunk and acting like idiots. So we might not solve the problem, but I didn't want to say, I, d- I didn't want it to be one of them things where you kind of say, maybe a group of five white people isn't the place to have a discussion on it because it is as well. It's it's, it's infuriating that it's framed so much as a black problem because if a a fox keeps breaking into your your farm and eating your chickens, you've not got a chicken problem, you've got a fox problem. So it's equally the responsibility, I think, of the white community and of the police and and however you want to divide these things up, the rich and the poor, all different class variations. Yeah, I think it's all of our responsibility to address these things rather than just say, oh, I'd rather stay out of it. It's, it's I don't feel I can, can c- comment. But, um, yeah. yeah, I just, just wanted to kind of bring that up at the start. If if anyone has got anything they want to kind of reflect upon any of it, you're more than welcome. Has everyone been kind of watching? Or, Rich, I know you said you've kind of had to s-
3: step away from socials a little bit. Yeah. I just – because, it, like you said, it's, it's I, I sit online and it's um, – a lot of people saying, "Oh, white people, white people should be quiet and this and that." But yeah, because because we all, everyone says, "Oh, yeah, we're all in this together. We're all in this together," and we're not. You know, it's it's happening to a group of people. We're in a pretty good position. It doesn't happen to us. So it's up to us to show solidarity and go right. We are supportive, and we will do our bit like to 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 change things. You know, like yeah. Like, like if we're in a if we're in a position and we see racism, we see racism, then we we're the ones that deal with it. You know, we we call it out, and that's how we do our bit. You know,
5: it's a, it is easy to feel powerless. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Like, my um, my girlfriend's been particularly uh, distressed by this because of she's got American friends who are sort of like particularly close to it, and then she feels like what what, what do what do I do? What can I do? Where do you know? And like, I I think it's what you say there, Rich, you know, it's, it's, if there's people that aren't aware of it, it's our responsibility to show solidarity for it. Yeah. 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 And, and, and where there's opportunities to, to, to show other action and support, then we, we look towards taking that, not just, because I think it's also just easy just to be, a keyboard warrior, as well, just yeah. being like, oh, that's outrageous. And then, really, like, we've gone, we've discussed this before. Are you outraged? Do you care? Or are you just sort of like saying it because you feel like you, it's an opportunity or, to chip into something? Yeah, to a a life. Life. Yeah. I mean, equally, exactly.
0: uh, uh, the opposite of that, Chris, it's easy to sit there and say that the answer isn't. Rioting and, and, and yeah. burning stuff down. And mm-hmm. it's easy to sit there from your sofa in England and have a rational reaction. Um, yeah. The thing that kept coming to mind for me was when you and me were at uni, Chris, mm-hmm. and me and our mate Mark had had a particularly bad breakup. And I'd been a little anarchist and a little vandal in my days. Not not me and Mark had broken up.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it
5: was was messy, (laughs) messy relationship.
0: (laughs) And we'd both had individual breakups. And we went out and got a bit drunk and smashed a few things. And it's so childish and petulant, a teenage. Mm -hmm. But that was because of a breakup. That wasn't because repeatedly watching someone who looks like our children or our uncles or our brothers being killed on, literally killed on camera. Yeah. So the a rational reaction can't be expected immediately. I really enjoyed uh, Killer Mike's speech on it all because yeah. he left it a couple of days because I think he will have known that his initial reaction would be, yeah, burn it all down. And a lot yeah. of people I know who are from that part of America or from the community or whatever else have been very much, yeah, burn down the police stations and the banks and everything that uh, supports this, false, this yeah. capitalist society, which allows this repression and so on and so forth. But, but a Killer Mike was fantastic because he kind of came after a couple of days and gave a really emotional speech just saying, look, I know you're hurting, but this isn't going to help anything. It's, it, you know, we're, 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 only, uh, we're burning down our own house to spite yeah. the person like outside of it or whatever or, or in a gated community and yeah. it's it's not necessarily going to help so yeah but no. uh... I mean,
3: where are where are our leaders where are the leaders where why aren't they you know trump has just turned, turned into mr. mr burns oh, mate, crazy. mate, mate it's a reflection
0: as, as this is this is now going to sound like a pre-planned bit but it's because it's been on my mind but it's a reflection of where we are politically in america that we've hmm. got trump who's in his 70s and a white man leading the Republicans. And then we've got a 77-year-old white man in Biden leading the Democrats. And yeah. the way I likened it was a, a, a 77-year-old white man leading the Democrats is like going to the shop for some ice cream. And they've, all they've got is chocolate fudge brownie. Now, I'll buy it because it's ice cream. It's still ice cream. I'd still rather have ice cream than not ice cream. But I would. There's a long list of flavours I'd rather have <laughs> than than chocolate fudge brownie, and that's yeah. it. With a, an old white man who's not going to be able to speak on what's going mm. on in nah. y- in youthful society, I guess.
5: You can manage to get ice cream into this, then. Was that your yeah, only yeah, really goal? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't Genuinely, give a shit. You don't care about any of that. You just wanted to get your chocolate preference, your ice cream. <laughs> so, after our last one, you
0: <laughs> know. Genuinely, half an hour ago, I just got a delivery from Ben and Jerry's, and they just sent me <laughs> ten ten tubs of ice cream um, and some little cookie dough bits. I'm just I'm holding up the image on my phone. Can but... you get out of that? Are you naked next to it?
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you
0: can't you can't see that. It is on private browsing. Um, Jade, how have you been kind of finding it all? Because one of the things I loved on our conversation, and when I've heard you on other podcasts, is that you have grown up around varying political beliefs. And you've always been adamant with your, your live shows as scathing as, 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 as they can be or whatever else, to make everyone feel welcome and to, to not eliminate anyone from the discussion as such. So how have you kind of... How are you finding these weird times?
4: I mean, it's, so, it's really upsetting and yeah. it's a terrible thing to see our world... Uh, Australia burning up, the yeah. way people have reacted to COVID-19. I mean, 2020 is looking like a movie. It's, you know, it's insane what's happened. And I can't, I mean, this Echo shit is fucking nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Me and Rich are struggling with it. I might move to a different room.
0: But yeah, I mean, as you, were, as you were saying, Jay, there's been so many things this year that cause outrage. And it's hard to keep anything in perspective. Oh, there's,
4: no, there's no one on twitter that's going to solve the issue but what's really great in these times is that we can all show solidarity mm, which yeah. the the thing is with this is what we're all discussing is that this is our issue as well like yeah. if you're like racism is no longer the issue of black people or you know people of ethnic minorities uh, racism is a problem for everyone not as in it's out uh, it's out, like i don't yeah. get race, race yeah. but it's collectively as a group it's us against the racist whereas yeah you know and that that feels great and that feels wonderful and people have been it's been you know as well as these horrific videos of um police people acting appallingly Mm. alongside that there's been these incredible videos of watching the people who are protesting be incredibly dignified it's been really like it's been really great i know there are other people that aren't reacting that way but there are so many people that are just like you know showing people how it's done.
0: And you're completely right. And the, the problem with Twitter is people want to weaponize any video to fit their narrative, as, as, their as you say. As, as, as much as I struggle to say it, because all of this has happened because of some police officers, I've seen some videos of police officers acting amazingly and marching w- with the crowd, rather than trying to stop the crowd, going, look, we're, we're with you on this. Let's march together and make this a protest, rather than going, stop... You can't like agitating it and, and causing these riots and it can be a beautiful thing. And yeah.
4: I'm not so, going to be someone way. who uses anything ever to push any of my own personal agenda. So it's really difficult to respond online to things like this when you're a public figure, because be like, it's like you have to be really careful yeah. about how you, how how you approach the whole thing because so it can come across to some people and I've seen this online that people are using this situation to further whatever it is career that they want to, or get, you know, like the clout and getting the likes yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. And that is 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 dangerous because it's it, it stops it stops people caring when it becomes yeah. a commodity. When you make a a political anarchist movement a commodity, <laughs> yeah. people yeah. stop caring about it. And that's that's the that the important thing is is that it it, it this does cause unrest. Yeah. I think that the the unrest that people are feeling should be um activated and actioned um responsibly, hopefully. But the problem here is is rich tweeted earlier on but it was a conversation that we've all been having in the house but you know the entire world is controlled um by five white billionaire paedophiles and that's everything all of this all of this tribalism that we're all going through as long as we're all fighting each other it means those people can hide whereas what's one of the greatest things about social media is that we've been able to become huge tribes rather than just, like, local ones. Yeah. And it's, it's meaning that people like that can, can no longer hide. That police officer couldn't hide. That shit's been going on for fucking years and no-one's had a phone to be able yeah. to just go, look at this fucking awful yeah. thing that's happening.
5: And happened. yet this time, two or three people had filmed it. Yeah. You know, it got caught on multiple mm-hmm. And But I, I don't know what's more terrifying is the fact that despite being filmed... They just ca- carried on regardless. And uh, there's so, it, that, that becomes such a deep thing. And I think you're right, Jade. If it must be so difficult in like in a position where you have a public persona to really – how do you express this like in a succinct way that ca- conveys everything you feel about it without someone else jumping on what you're saying and twisting it another way or other mm-hmm. people using it as a means to further their career in one way or another? Yeah. I just think that's, that's really – vacuous I think that you
4: have to put it into I think that the the answer to this is that you have to make sure that it's not just words that you're actioning this that you're calling this out not just online we're not talking about words here we're talking about people together you 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 being a part of something and you speaking out because i i'm not black and i'm 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 what i'm a a white straight girl um but i've had situations where i've been on public transport and people have said shit to me whilst i've been sat on there and one of the most disheartening things about that situation is no one stood up for me and that's what we're saying is that this is this is now when this happens this is not just their problem this is our problem this is not yeah. the world that we all want to fucking live in so we have to stand up and say and everyone's got to stop being fucking scared to fucking say how they feel like I get I've spent my entire life with people making me feel shit about putting out how I feel about stuff and like in person in public not not this because I can do that and I can do it on stage but like personally when you're with like just fucking be outspoken like say it's when you see some shit going on just say it because everyone, there are some people, like, just just fucking say it. I, I won't finish and, that off.
0: And or, or that's going to have far more impact than a, a post on social media. Um, mm. Chris, you touched upon how how, how how confusing it can be to get into these conversations and how, how conflicted. But, Rich, you've got a podcast about men's mental health. It's one that I'm a big fan of, Insane in the Men Brain. Um, Thanks, man. And the thing that i think a lot of people are ignoring, because i've seen a lot of people talking about who isn't talking about it and who isn't posting about it again i think we're we're zoom because we go from outrage to outrage we we can miss the bigger picture the fact is as a planet we're two months into a situation that is going to have affected a lot of people's mental health really badly and they're going to be really struggling with their own minds so some people might not be able to like i I did posts about it on Instagram, but I turned off the comments because yeah, I'm not right. in a place a place right now where I can get lost in the comments and argue with people who are saying all lives matter as a response to Black Lives Matter and explaining this and that. I'm not in a place that I can handle that right now. So yeah. that was the way I found to deal with it. But I completely understand that there could be people who go, I, I can't, I can't, Just can't handle it. it. Yeah, yeah. At, 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 at this point, and I think everyone's... Everyone's struggles are individual and have their own merit, regardless of other people's struggles, if that makes sense. I had someone who was actually a bit annoyed about the first drunk cast because we talked about how tough it is for comedians because they're used to being on stage all the time. It's all changing. And and someone sent me a message or an email, sorry, saying that they're a nurse and it's far harder for them and I responded because I was like, well, it, it definitely is. But yeah. like I know someone whose dad has got t- terminal cancer in this period. And it was at the start of it. And they weren't allowed to go and see their dad. Yeah. So that, that might be more stress emotionally than a nurse. So does that mean a nurse nurse's stress doesn't matter? And it's more stressful than a comedian, definitely. So that doesn't matter. It's yeah. not. It's not emotional. Nah. Top Trumps. It's nah. it's all it's all all relative to our lives. And one hundred percent, nurses have got it way harder than any of us in the entertainment industry who are struggling. Like, I've yeah. I've been I've been a, a planning some videos based on the fact that I miss acting because on set and on camera I feel cool
1: <laughs> and I don't. I,
0: I don't get many chances in real life to feel cool. No, because me, me and Stu are yeah. there to
5: make sure <laughs> exactly. you don't get carried away. And now it's been months and months of me seeing
0: myself at the real angle of walking how I really want, rather than walking in slow motion <laughs> or with a really good wide angle or whatever else. And again, it's, 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 it's it's all, yeah, I think it's, so it's relative. really dangerous when we start to p- p- play top trumps on that because, there's always
4: someone. But who's isn't really that right. what yeah. isn't that what Instagram is? Stop Trumps on yeah. your yeah. on your trauma, man. That's what oh. social media is. Like that's people's ways that they get people to like look at all their stuff. That's you know this online profile that you create. It's you know I've done it myself. I've put my trauma up on, up on for the public view, and I did I've done Griefcast, and I've you know I did that show about my sister and stuff. Like that's what we yeah. that's that's what we do. We all do it. Everyone fucking does it.
3: But all that because the world, the world is so fucked at the moment. Well, it seems to be, it seems to be like one thing after the after the next, and it gets to a point. I can totally understand why people go. I can't. I've got nothing to add to this. I just want things to be better.
5: Uh, so, Rich, I, so I, you know. there's there's two things there I think are really interesting. Um, one hypernormalization in the sense that there's so many crazy things happening. Mm. How can you as a human being know? Sorry, what am, I, what am I doing today? What am I supposed to be focusing on? Yeah. And the other thing is, we were never built for this. And I was saying yeah. this, to, again, this, going back to Molly, because some people have posted some quiet like, – so obviously this is – we all realise how serious this is. But how far you go and what you say and what you start alleging and, and, and pointing your fingers at with people – destroys my, you know, Molly's so worried. Like, I'm not that, I, I, I really care about this and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, you've got to realise that there's so many voices now shouting at this and yeah. there's so many issues. Yeah. We weren't ever built, we weren't, we weren't, you know, we, we've been here for what, how many hundred thousand years? We weren't supposed to know everything that's going on in the world. No. Yeah. We no. were supposed to know what was going on in your, in whatever tribe In your tribe, you yeah. In your and street. It, yeah. it used to be awful don't get me wrong those issues and we go back to what was relative but you know you're not supposed to be able to deal with all these things at once no nah. and um it's a, it's a, it's an in, it's a it, being connected like we are now is uh, is is has been super useful like on google you can go on there and in seconds you can fix something in your house or you can disprove some some stupid shit or whatever. Or
4: you can bake a croissant.
5: <laughs> exactly. You, can,
4: you know, hmm. there's so many
5: cool recipes that yeah. are good online. But the other problem is all this stuff. And we are nowhere yeah. near used to this shit. We well, don't know how no. to manage any or, of this shit. Or Rutger
0: Bregman's new book, and his first book, in fact, he plots through history that it's not even the social media thing. It's since the dawn of the news. Yes, yeah. since the dawn of having global news, that the, the way he put it um, is, or, or the way he put it was using entertainment as an example. Every happy family has broadly the same happy family story. Every unhappy family has a unique and exciting and challenging story that will be made into a film or made into the, a TV show mm. and things like. That. And it's why that's what we tend to focus on. I mean, just look at all the films that Stu talks about on Hardcore Listen every, every week. Wait. They're all bleak, miserable films. But that's because that's what we're yeah. d- are drawn towards. And, and the news is the same. Yeah. I know it's stupid. to. Everyone always says, oh, it'd be good to have some good news for a change. But
4: so we don't it want is that. true. We good news. The, news. the local paper, the Bristol Evening Post, used to give me the good news. It wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a super popular paper. We all read no. it. But no one was talking about, all oh, that thing that happened in the Evening Post... <laughs> We like sensationalism It's everything that's happening is everyone else it's everyone's fault everything yeah. like it like the world is our is, is is us we're all connected if we all think that we're connected we are and all of the stuff that's happened is it's our fault
3: well it's just shone a light on the fact that we're not we are not superior beings we're animals as well we're just animals they've got a bit further up the chain we're more aware than other animals but at the end of the day, we are, we are a species of animal. Surviving. Rubbing shoulders with the other animals to try, yeah, exactly, to survive. And, you know, every now and again something comes along and knocks us off our perch. And that's what this, this coronavirus has done. It's made us realise that we're not kings of the universe. We're just as insignificant as everything else that's going on. We're a chemical reaction that got out of hand, you know. And, it, and all we can do really is focus on helping each other get through this fucking madness because it's mad that we exist. It's mad that we exist. Yeah. Yeah. It It doesn't, we aren't, when there's no, there's no grand design. We just, we're just dust and rocks got a little bit excited (laughs) and now we're this. That's what he says to me. And now, and now, we're, (laughs) and now we're doing this and it's fucking mental. It's mental.
4: When I get too big for my boots, that's what he says to me. You're just rocks and dust that got excited, (laughs) babe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two things just quickly. Number one, Rich, uh, where you've moved to, the lighting is glorious. Nice, it really. It? Is look. Pop, it's making you pop. You look amazing. I look, look definitely pure,
3: handsome now, man. Purely by,
0: it feels like you've selected that as your Zoom room, but it looks, <laughs> it looks great. But the other thing I wanted Check to that. mention was we kind of touched upon, just uh, now, Jade, how it is a competition of grief on social media. I want to also kind of make it clear that that's not to say that we shouldn't be talking about all these things. Yeah. Like your story, y- you talking about y- your s- sister was one of the most emotional and, and engaging and enriching and empowering things I've, I've heard in ages. And these things should be talked about. It's just when we're trying to outdo each other or compare it to someone else's. Yeah. grief and trauma i guess yeah
4: you've got to sort of be confident in your own grief i suppose you have to be confident in your own story and just be like like because i am with mine i'm like this is a pretty fucking good story it's mine yeah like i don't yeah I, I don't see someone else come along with like you know oh i lost two sisters or something like that and go oh yeah. how dare you i'm I, yeah. you know like everyone's got a cool fucking story and i've I, you know like i i've just learned how to tell it well but it you know every every person like our next door neighbor here like we sat out on the deck chairs with him and he was telling us how his, he's just a taxi. He's not just a taxi driver. He's a really cool guy and he's a taxi driver and he's got this great wife. Oh, I I won't say names. He's got a great wife called um, (laughs) woman and, um, (laughs) and uh, they, that like he's like i think east end boy and he's like in his 50s he was telling us that his mum used to breed dogs and that, like this princess of, of iran ended up wanting one of the dogs and they had to go to kensington and she said oh, i want this one and got all excited and was like actually you can't have it for two weeks because it's got to be with his mum she got flown out to iran and then became friends with like this iranian princess like you Amazing. know everyone's got an incredible story and every and one of the great things is is that you, we can all write a story and put it out there now You know, but the comparison things, the issue with, with the online stuff is, is if we, the worst thing they ever did to social media is make, is put the like system and the retweet system. If we just had a system where we were putting stuff out, you can connect to it, you can share it, but that's it. If that was just the system it would be great it's like i always say about edinburgh fringe festival or any review system it should just be five stars or nothing like we should all just be aiming <laughs> yeah. for a, like we don't need these other bits and pieces those other bits and pieces are egotistical like we could just have five like that's all what if you don't get five you don't get five there's a bigger group of people that don't get it and then yeah. you have that like i
0: love i love that i got i got no stars but it read it read like
3: five <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good edit, that's a good review
0: <laughs> yeah. Stu. Stu. St- How's your week been?
2: Um <laughs> <laughs> literally I need, I need so now to get some, the world. Uh, ginger beer. I'll
3: be right back. Now get some
2: ginger beer. Chris. Oh mate. Um it's been alright really. Look at that tan. Yeah, I've had a couple of days where um where we've been out and about. But 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 just to touch on the the, the stuff that's been going on. Like I've chose to kind of not put anything on social media. Not that anyone gives a flying fuck what I've got to say, but
4: yeah, they do. Yeah, they
2: do. I, but I, I, I watched it, and I just, I just, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. And do you know, what? I got, I got proper bust up when, when someone's calling for their mum. Mm, yeah. Like, I mean, that's one of the most harrowing things. Yeah. Where I, what must have been going on in that that poor guy's mind at that point? Yeah, I just. And
0: and I just thought his his mum who's who's dead as well. His mum's yeah, already yeah, passed yeah. away. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that.
2: brutal. Yeah, but, but yeah, I just thought, uh, I, I I I yeah, I don't know. Like you know, I felt like I should. I don't know why I felt like I could say something because I was just fucking angry and, and upset. Yeah. And, but but chose not to, and because so I, I I couldn't really kind of articulate what was going on in my head. And
0: or, or I I I I used, uh, you as an example, Stu when I was talking to my partner about it, because she was talking with annoyance about people who haven't posted about it. And I said, I've not seen Stu post anything about it. And she said, all right. And I was like, but do you think he's talked to his daughters about it? Great, um, great. And we both said, well, yeah, definitely. And I was like, so what's more important there? That he's sitting down and having a conversation with his daughters about how they need to be part of the change in the world, or on the hardcore listing page, he's done top five things he's sad about because of the riots or because of all the... Do you know what I mean? It's not,
3: it's, yeah.
0: it's not as important. The real world thing can be certain people's focus. It's, it's different people's relationship with mm. it. But how, how was that as a... You're the only... Oh, no, Rich is a parent as, as yeah. well. But how was that as a, as a parent to kind uh, of...
2: Well, well, one of the things I should say that, um, however crazy the, the, the world is, if I'm speaking on a personal level, I mean, you, all, all of you here have met my kids, and I don't know everybody loves their kids and says their kids are great, but um, my, my, my daughter's uh, in a relationship with, 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 with a guy uh, that's mixed race. And I've said this before on podcasts like, it's not a thing. They don't see color or no. anything, they just don't see it. And, and, it, and it's really weird because, I, again, I've probably said this on previous podcasts when I grew up, obviously I'm really old and like, but when I was at school, you know, there was like maybe two or three people of color, like in, in my school. And they would have been that they would have been defined by that in a lot of discussions. Mm. And that's fucking crazy when I look back, but I just take a lot of comfort in knowing that my my kids now nah, that there's nothing. It's just like, yeah, well that's, that's blah, 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 that's blah, blah, blah. And yeah. It's, it doesn't exist, no. and, and it's and it's not just it's not just race. It's it's sexuality. It's it's it's, it's 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 it gives me a lot of hope. And seeing them looking sad about what has happened, like I, I think they're just sad because it's something that that they didn't think happened. And obviously, yeah. we're we're very very switched on to America's history uh, and the fact that this it's not shit, very old. This hmm. shit, <laughs> yeah, but this shit was. Being fucking rioted about, not just in LA 20 years ago, but fucking 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, it's still fucking going on. It's yeah. fucked up. And like, it's... Go on. No, no but continue, and, continue. And, and, and I just think it's really sad that like, um, like it, it, it almost felt like you know, my, my kids were like, oh, wow, like, because they, they don't see it. They don't see colour. Mm. It, it's not a thing for them. and, and your, that...
3: your, Yeah, your kids will surprise you. I know with my boys, I I, I speak to them and, and I'll have a conversation with them and suddenly they'll be telling me stuff. And I'll go, Oh shit, I didn't realise you saw it that way. They go, Yeah, Dad. And they start and they start because they they're people too, they're adults too, and they go, Yeah, yeah, well I read this thing and I, and I was looking at this and then I, and, and 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 you know I, like you said, Stuart, it gives you hope. ah mm. so, oh, they're not they're not hidden away from it all. They're they're very much aware of it and they're doing their own thing to make it to make the world a better place. It's a, it's a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah my, yeah. No, yeah.
4: my brother's mixed race. Uh, he's half Chinese and he grew up with absolutely no one else around him anywhere for miles in the seventies. Cause he's 45. He didn't have a single other person of any ethnic minority anywhere near him for a really, really long time. And now his daughters who were a quarter Chinese, they're ex- they're like in a position where they're excited by their heritage. Like we were talking about boxes that they tick when they're applying for jobs and stuff. And they were really excited about it. They were like, we have, they were talking, they're like, my nieces are 17 and no, 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 no. That's a fucking lie. They're 18 and 20. No, they're around <laughs> 18 and 20. They're, they're, you know, they're, I think oh, it's terrible that I don't know. I, don't worry, I I give them stuff every Christmas, it's fine. Um, <laughs> that's not what type of auntie I am, but I listen to them and they're really fascinating kids. But they, you know, like they're of those ages where they're excited about their heritage. My ma- my brother didn't do that. My mum told me a story that when he was a little lad coming from school and she found him in the bath trying to scrub his skin because he said that he was trying to get the dirt off.
3: Oh, mm. wow.
4: And like, like my niece one of my nieces he said that story i said that story to him when we were talking about sort of we were having a jovial conversation um a sort of very lighthearted conversation about um about race in the house and uh, my what bro- we sort of mentioned that story and my youngest niece found it funny she sort of she sort of laughed at it and it was mm-hmm. like dad like what world do you come from you're like an alien
1: like, yeah.
4: like there is a there is there is a difference in how the sort of youth are responding to it, but the issue we've got here it's 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 the people who aren't yeah who aren't young. Yeah, it's the old they, people, yeah. It's the old people, and you're and the un, the unfortunate thing about the old people is, as we know from our old, our own old people, it's how fucking hard is it to change an old person's mind about something?
5: Yeah, and they, say, yeah. And they get, it gets to a certain age, Jade. Where I don't think you can. No, you can I, get, I, I I think there's a certain age where you hear like the, the, the you know um certainly um I would say you know you're eighty plus. I mean I I don't see like, you 90, might mate. get some who
4: 60, are you can like sixty some, plus man yeah, yeah like I yeah. i I'd say sixty plus yeah. is still especially from like my neck of the woods. Yeah.
3: Well it used to be a thing they'd say you get more right wing as you get older. Which I think is bollocks. I think what happens is certain people.
4: But you get richer.
3: They don't. Well, no, they don't. They don't bother covering it up. It was always there, but yeah. Because but they they were worried. You know, they didn't want to be outwardly open with their true feelings, so they cover it all up. And then as you get older, they go, "No, nah, fuck it." Uh, maybe. And then out, out, out
5: all this shit comes. You know what I mean? And it's. I think as I you know. get older, you become more risk averse, and risk aversity comes with not wanting change, and then that would. Hand yeah. in hand with conservatism, because that is, yeah. in essence, what it is, is maintaining what we, what they then believe, is a sensible structure and regime. But it's always for the the youth and uh, and the young a lot of the time to to be objectively looking at things and going, why are you doing it like that? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it doesn't. That, that isn't to wash your hands of being sit like Jade said, sixty plus and not being able to look, re look at things and go. I oh, fucking hell, maybe maybe we've made some vastly incorrect assumptions about certain things in our society, and, and this is one of them. But I think um, they get the, people get to a certain age where you just can't – like for example, I'd say it with my mum. I'm not saying my mum's some crazy racist. She's not at all. She's an absolutely yeah. wonderful human being. But she's not got the ability really to dive that deep now into what she's thinking and doing. You just kind of have to be like – we shouldn't be pointing the finger at the super old going, come on, change your mind, what are you going on about? Because it's, it's you know, it's not going to be where the impact is. It's, it's, the, the, it's the, the, not the youth, like Stu's been saying, these kids aren't even seeing it. But it's, you know, people the, in their mid, you know, at our age, older, 50, 60, we, yeah. we need to, like...
4: This is <laughs> the thing, right? They don't know how, to, that, the older generation especially, they don't know how to handle shame. Like it's not like Mm. that's the problem with changing people's minds is people don't handle shame They handle shame so badly uh, that they, it's almost like we need to take them through like, you know, you have like uh, s you know, like a shame AA sort of thing where they all come in and learn how to do fucking stand up and do a fucking uh, five minute gig somewhere. But like handling that sort of level of shame is something that would really help them. But how the fuck do you, tell an old guy hey buddy boy what you've always believed and thought the thing your dad told you it's all wrong mate everything your dad taught you was totally wrong and and, because like that's the other thing is you're breaking down people's like entire patriarchal structures that they've always known like getting people to change their mind about racism or sexism or 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 stuff with or lgbt stuff you're breaking down people's entire Narratives.
5: It's their psyche. It's, yeah. it's, it's like any ideology we have. And I, I promise you in 100 years, if anyone was to, well, people are going to look back and go, I literally can't believe they all thought this was acceptable. And it's something we'll all be yeah. doing now. I don't know yeah. what it is, but it'll be something we're all doing now and we'll be blindsided yeah. by it. Beards. And beards, yeah. <laughs> um, it's the biggest disease carrier or something like that. That's what, that's what COVID was transmitting COVID. You, yours it'll might be. be. <laughs> <laughs> definitely is um i, I think the, the weird thing is is like people like say um army and religious recruitment is done for people at a young age as well like there, there was a mm. point when i was younger where i potentially considered maybe the army would be a good move for me because i quite like, sh- oh. but, like honestly,
3: honestly. <laughs> Imagine. Can you imagine? Oh, Fucking garlic. private pile. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Stu, Stu, you, you, you leave him
0: alone. You know he'd just got his black belt and he thought, I need to put this to use.
3: Yeah, because they were, they were already, these were already weapons by that point. only <laughs> yeah. for all the wanking. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what weapon would you like? I bought my own. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel luckily, lucky that I kind of had the sort of thought that I would never be sure if I was fighting for the right side. I, I I, and, and so I, I, I kind of ruled it out quite quickly. But I've had mates join the army and then not know and be drilled through it all. And then years later, be like, I'm really not sure what was going on there. And yeah. it's like a, anything, you, you know, you'd be yeah. brought, like Jake was saying, your, dad's, your, your parents nurture you in a way that put, instils <laughs> these values into you.
2: Dude, and is then it? The don't election? look back
5: and you don't realize because that's what you were told it's like religion i still know the lord's prayer i'm not religious anymore i yeah. can still tell you the lord's prayer
4: that's mad our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as in heaven <laughs>
3: you see I, Boy, like can genuinely... you keep it down try to do a podcast <laughs> in it <here.
2: laughs> <laughs> sorry about that boys but just to touch on what you said there chris was was, uh, (laughs) about your parents now Uh, around the time the election um the amount of people i heard in the area that i live in go well yeah but my dad's voted blah 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 all his (laughs) life and that influenced their vote yeah 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 and you just think why are you voting because your dad voted for that? Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. not about him. It's about you. It's your vote. But yeah. I heard that so many times.
4: Yeah. I, I just yeah,
2: true.
4: A lot of people spend their lives not having that epiphany that your parents don't know shit either. There's so many people that... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, true. So many people true. don't wake up to the fact that your parents are thick as shit. Like, your, <laughs> like all of your kids, Stu and Rich, the kids that you have, uh, the, the 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 girls and the lads, they that they, they, they're getting to that point. They're going to think you two are thick as shit. No, no that's true. That's we were... no, true. <laughs> not it's true, not. Man. It's coming, mate. Because we all think about our parents. Some people, some people get to it, but unfortunately, you guys have raised really cool kids. So they're going to wake up at some point and go, Ah, these two jokers. You see, the what, they of that... They did have a
3: podcast. I mean, check it
4: out. I, I, oh,
0: that's what I was going to say. The beauty of that is, is they may think that but thankfully both of these guys have got podcasts that they can then put on to confirm that they're idiots yeah. <laughs> uh, um, man. Or, or, or one thing i want to go back to there as well is it's something i've discussed with with mates recently is the the the, the whole i don't see color thing um oh, yeah. you should yeah of course Like, colour's fucking amazing. You you should see the beauty of all the different races and all the different cultures. And it's a thing that I used to say because I've been brought up very liberal and all this. And then my black cousins, for example, haven't got a choice but to see colour because they've grown up in South London and they've had to be told how to behave if they get pulled over by the police and where to put their hands and things like that, which I haven't had to be... I didn't have to have that conversation... I, hadn't, I didn't, i had be told, be respectful or whatever, but I didn't have to be specifically trained on, here's what you do, put your hands here,
5: always do that and all that. Because really of the color of my skin. Put your hands out your pants. That's what you're yeah.
4: It was easy for all of us That's what shoplift. my mum
5: always says to you, Chris, to this day.
0: As soon as she picks any of us up, Chris, be respectful, keep your hands out of your pants. <laughs> it's been easy
4: for all of us to shoplift at least once in our life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course.
3: I had proper sticky fingers when I was a kid. Yeah, legitimate.
5: Yeah.
4: That is a privilege that loads of people don't have. Mm. I'll tell you something else.
3: Going, going back to what um, uh, what Chris was saying about not knowing like, if you join the army, you don't know if you're fighting for the right side and things like that. I did some gigs out in, went to Afghanistan to do gigs for the troops. And we're in, we're in Kabul and where they put us up, I could see out over the top of the walls of the, of where we were. And you see out into the, into the, into the city of, into the the city of Kabul and there were kids playing football. And then there was all like people going to the shops and there was just like everything just going on. And I was like, fucking hell, this is, this is, this is mad. How would I feel like, but imagine if that was Gray's. And like suddenly, you've got this this army of people plotted in the middle of Gray's. You're going about your business, but these people are there to, you know, potentially uh, kill you yeah. and wipe your wipe your city out. And that that really blew my mind. I was like, fuck again. It was like, fuck. Are we on the side yeah. of right? Are we? What is this? It was a real eye opener for me. It's very I mean, I was, confusing. I,
0: was, I saw someone post. Um, it, was, it was it was Gus Khan actually. Um, he posted about how numerous people have said that, that the reaction to this this recent killing is very negative because there's been all this burning down of stuff, this distraction. And his point was, mate, the reaction to 9-11, where a lot of people died, was over 600,000 people killed in, in the war that came off the back of it. Yeah, yeah. That's an overreaction. That's a negative reaction. The The reaction that we're seeing, if anything... He's amazingly controlled and restrained, yeah. considering the amount of stuff that's built up. And again, well, look yeah, at, look I at,
3: at I I mean, what people have people have just got to a point. They just don't know what to do. I mean, look, it was it Colin Kaepernick, the the, the yeah. NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a peaceful process. Where he, you know, he, he you know he took a knee, and he you know he wouldn't, and, it, and and people kicked off about that. Like he's no longer allowed in the NFL. <laughs> it's like, what do you want? Do you want me to do peaceful process and sh- uh, protest and show you? that I, I'm not happy with what's been going on. Or oh, do you want me to burn the fucking place down? Either I mean, way. You know, what, what, yeah, what because that, you that, is what, that is
5: what comes next. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, it's, if, you don't wanna, if communication fails, that's the next thing. And yeah. you don't have to agree with his protest. No. You can yeah. say, oh, I don't agree. And he can go, well, this is why I've done it. Let's have yeah. a chat about it. When you, when you chuck anyone out, no matter what their view is, no matter how disgusting they are, the minute you do that, you're that one step further to it actually becoming a... a, a and that's, a,
3: where we're, that's where we're at now. People have had enough. They have had enough of being ignored. The, the amount of stories you see, it's, it's, it's nearly a weekly occurrence where another, another uh, black man is shot or killed or whatever. Happened. And yet a white guy will go into a cinema, shoot the fucking place up, mm. and he'll get politely escorted away. And you're
0: like, this is, I mean,
3: fucking stop. It's got to stop.
0: It's it's the brutal poetry of it that makes it understandable that people would react in the way. Because exactly what you've highlighted there an NFL player took a knee to protest this, and it caused absolute uproar. People demonized him. People said he's not American. And then what happens? A policeman takes a knee, but on a black man's throat and kills him. And it's just so. Just disgustingly scripted, if you know yeah. what I mean. So, of course, that is well, going to be ironic. the thing that makes people explode. Because how mm. can they not? They've seen this image for ages of the demonisation of a black man peacefully protesting, and then the reaction is a white man <coughs> in the same fucking stance, just just taking yeah. a life. It's
3: yeah, and that's Hello. where we're at. That's why we're at this place now. So people are going, "Don't burn, don't burn your house down, don't burn house. But people have just had enough. We've had enough being ignored. And now our leaders are nowhere to be seen. They're not even coming out and settling everybody down. They're not, they're not, they're not even calling out the guy. I mean, yeah, he's been arrested. Because, and, because but they're, they're, not, all, they're, not, they're not even calling out the perpetrators. They're, they're you know, all they're,
4: connected to the five billionaire paedophiles that run the fucking world.
3: They are. <laughs> That's
4: why. Five. Everyone's connected to that. Look at fucking Epstein's flight logs. Give me a fucking break, man. Everyone's connected. <laughs> I fu- that, it's, it's, all true. it's true. It's true. And they make well, us all argue with each other and, and create these racism Jade, I, things.
5: I, I, I think this, I, so years ago, I watched a thing called The History of Oil, and it was actually done with comedian Rob Newman, and it was about... Absolutely brilliant,
3: absolutely brilliant. And, yes. and so,
5: like, that was a period of time where I was looking at different news sources and realising that, you know, a, a lot of the time, it's, like you were saying, Jade, it's, it's, it's it, like, power doesn't doesn't see borders like we shouldn't see other countries and races and power is is owned by very few and yeah. power and and profiteering is done by unrest and fear it's the Josh. most profitable way to make money is through unrest and fear and, and 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 that's why i think it these things are set up for it they're set yeah. up to create they're not set up it's just they're taking advantage of and they well, see, while the what to
3: see. What is it? what happens now is while we're all kicking off with each other, mm. they're all at the top. Like, they, they what's happening now is that, like, for the last couple of months, we've all been separated because of the coronavirus. And now this thing has pushed us over the edge. And now we're going, Do you know what? Fuck the virus. And we all need to come together. So everyone's coming together. They're all forgetting about the virus. And then what will happen is we're going to have another spike, have another wave. And there's going to be a load more deaths. I've already Mate. seen it. So, someone already said that. They reckon, Emma Kennedy uh, tweeted about it today and she said, like, they, they reckon that the next, the next, there's gonna be another wave in July. It's gonna be a load of Spanish pit, like, flu marks. Yeah, it's right? gonna be all this shit. And these five pricks at the top are going, well, it doesn't matter. They're gonna kill themselves anyway. So well, see, let them fucking could, get on with I it. I mean,
5: without getting too conspiratorial about it, because I, I That's
4: actually the thing. this Don't time has say stayed a, a bit away. That conspiracy would cover this shit up. No, yeah. You know, yeah, because that's got like um, that's got connotations behind it. No, this yes. stuff is real. It's
5: no, it is. Real. No, Jay, trust me. For years, if you if if you know me, I've been talking about on this stuff for years. But what I mean is, I hadn't thought about it that much in this occasion. So I don't want to just start shooting from the hip and saying I have thought this through. Right. Um, but yeah, go on, Chris. you know, Sorry. it's like we, we talk about the, 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 the sort of like the, the elite who, who often put have control over these things. When you look at how it's all panned out and fell, fell out of bed, you can't help but think it, it seems like they, it, you want it to happen. And it, it, enough does the planet a favour, doesn't it, really? Like, if you're going to talk about death, like, you know, Genghis Khan was a, a bastard all human beings, but the planet high-fived him because he literally lowered the carbon footprint. And mm-hmm. it's like these sort of epiglobal epidemics, they're probably doing them a favour. They probably think, oh, we've over-industrialised well, the, the globe. Forever, we really need to have a little chill down. It wouldn't do us too bad to lose a few hundred thousand. Yeah, people. that's what they
3: say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, watchman, I haven't looked into it. I not into yeah. that. I'm, not,
5: I'm, not, I'm not saying that I've read anything about that. That's really what I mean by that, Jade. It's just that it just it all that all nicely fits together. You know, John, Ronson's, been...
3: John Ronson's book "Them" is a really good read. Yeah, I talk love about that. the Bilderberg but the Bilderberg oh, group. Oh god! You know they are they. You know. Yeah, they don't give a fuck they, the, the people at the top don't give a fuck about any of us and all these they, all it is they, you know it, there's other things going on that we will never get our heads around we will never understand it and that's why we need to come together rather than rather than yeah rising up is what we're doing now because like I say we've had enough and we've fucked off but also like Killer Mike said we need to take a step back and we need to plan and we need to process what's happened and then work out how we can do how we can affect change in the structure that we're in, you know? So, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like at the moment we're angry and we're having this massive explosion. That'll settle down. And then after that, that's Become when we normalised. need to come together and go, right, how are we going to fucking change this? How are we going to get rid of these Trumps and, and, but that's and it. Johnson's but, and things like that? How are we going to do that? But that's the
0: thing that gets me. It's a case of if we do that. Like I was discussing this with a, m- a mate recently. And again, the like you talk about how... This this thing distracts us from that. Corona distracted us from Brexit. The the Americas distracted from Corona. But we're f- fifty minutes into this, and when we organised this a week ago, the thought that we'd get fifty minutes in and not mention Dominic Cummings would be mind blowing, because that was and all oh, anyone yeah, was talking about. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. bang, bang, it's 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 God. it's, it's, it's on to the next thing. But I was talking to a mate saying the thing with all the coming stuff is aye, aye. I couldn't see the benefit. <laughs> I, I couldn't see the effect any of it was having other than getting everyone furious. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. As I said, I yeah, agree yeah, Rich. Yeah. If it ends up that it's one of the things that makes us vote differently or push for change in the voting system or the parties or where else, then that's wicked. But at that present time, when we're all locked at home and we're all angry and we're all stressed yeah. All every time I'd read about it, I was like, "All this is doing is making me angrier." And there's nothing I can do at this moment. Yeah. Like we can't vote at this moment. We can't cause any change. So all it's doing is f- firing us all up and going on yeah. on social media, and it being a, a whirlwind of angrier and, angrier and angrier and angrier and angrier. And then it's like, "What's the
3: yeah? Yeah, what's well, the That's why I said to you, I about to I about to take a step back and go, "This isn't. I'm not. I'm not helping the situation." really like like you, you you made a comment uh the other day about you know you could get involved you could say stuff and you can get into arguments but you're not really are you really doing it because you want to you're trying to affect change or are you doing it because you want to pat on the back because you're yeah you're trying to be on the right side of history and you know, and then I put up your lyrics for stake of claim because it was like they're, they're so they're so pertinent right now. They're like these we people work the for car. us. Like, I put it on for Jane. I'm like, listen to this. This is ten years ago. The the um the, uh, Heartland, which was thirty years ago, similar sort of thing. You know, right. this this has been happening for fucking years.
0: Last night I watched Do the Right Thing, which mm. is just over twenty years old. Yeah, yeah. and it was it was a harrowing. I watch. I watched it because everything I was putting on, I couldn't concentrate on. Yeah, I was. I was, I was thinking about everything that's going yeah. on. I thought, right, well, let's put something on that addresses it and discusses it. And it was a fucking hard watch because you kind of forget, or not forget. You remember the theme, but the the catalyst of it all is a black man gets choked to death by a police officer. Yeah,
3: in, yeah, yeah.
0: And it and it causes a riot. Yeah. And
3: that
0: was. 21 years ago or 22 years ago and it was it caused conversation it caused so much discussion and and progression and then yeah yeah you sling it on and go all right how is this how was this not made next year yeah
3: yeah you know what i mean (laughs) how was this exactly it feels like it's history History (laughs) like you know you look back and like yeah, you had the Million Man March, and you had the. the it's, this has been going on for for years, and it's, you know, it's. We had these uprisings, and then nothing happens, and then it goes back. What needs to happen is the system needs to change. That that's yeah. what needs to happen. Is like, I know people that are that are police, and I know for a fact that they're racist. So maybe being a policeman attracts a certain kind of Rich, person. A, you know. Rich, I, I'll, I'll be
5: really—I'll be honest with you. I—I I, I often play devil's advocate, and I've got loads of like incendiary devil's advocate thing I could say here. But I will say this: in my experience of people I know within the police force, it's—it's it's, in this country, it's racist as fuck. Yeah. And and, and like that's from cop, like from having big It's not it's not the sort of people who are saying things that I know they're saying it because they're in private and they're saying something mm-hmm. that is very offensive, but obviously a joke. And there's insight in that. Yeah. It's just not like it, it, it or it comes. They don't even, they don't even, yes. there's no joke there. There's no, no joke there or it is, but they mean it. And that, that's why I don't like, you know, like some of my most affa- favorite comedians, Anthony Jeselnik, right? Most offensive guy on the planet. And I don't ever sit there and think he really does go around dropping babies on their heads. I don't. It's, it's, it's <laughs> nonsense. And, and, and I, the people, the police officers I've met, not all of them. And um, there must be
4: thousands out there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Huge, my but, uncle is a ex-police yeah. officer and yeah. he's cool as fuck. Yeah.
5: They're, but yeah. I, the, the people I've met, I don't know if it's just because uh, this is all obviously um, my experience. I've I, I've I've met so many that say things. I know a few that are absolutely standard. I was going to say. I was, was going to say.
0: I'm cracking up. that f- friend of the podcast who's been on mine and George, <laughs> Leon McLeod, will be listening and waiting for one of us to say. Not all not all police officers (laughs) as the city go, no, honestly, I've met loads and they're all pieces of shit, honestly. (laughs) But my point being, my point being, before
5: being devil's advocate and going, well, they're not, I can't help Mm. but go, look, in in my personal opinion, also being a white person, like, listening to other white people sometimes say shit and me wince. And these aren't, like, the people I'm talking about also aren't friends. They're people I meet in in loose social gatherings who are coppers who say stuff and I go, hmm, Oh. The thing I is, what, yeah, Chris, the, the argument will be, and will be quite fair,
0: that yeah. every area has their good and their bad. Yeah, every job, course. every community. Um, and I said, I will say now, I know some police officers who are absolutely amazing people, not yeah. racist, really good people. My granddad was an amazing uh, police officer. Yeah, but same. I also, the same as you, I've also met some that I've sat there going, how the... F- why are you in any kind of power and and the problem with the argument of there's good and bad in everything is the police force isn't one that we can afford to have good and bad in no we just need good because of the position of power we can't we can't you can't have that if there's if in your if in your office or in sainsbury's or mcdonald's there's there's some people who are a bit of a dick and some that aren't that's not gonna have an overall big The damaging effect on society. In the police force,
4: We make make TV shows about bent coppers all the time. Like, Mm. that's pretty mad, because that sort of normalises it as well. And I mean, like, I've watched them, and they're fucking brilliant. Um, (laughs) But they're really great shows, but think of how many there are. Like, that's just a normal thing, that we know there's going to be bent coppers. Like, that should be like... (laughs)
3: that shouldn't be yeah yeah well we have we we get told all the time in our industry in the in the comedy industry like we should call out we should call people out for being racist or sex offenders or, or sexual predators and things like that and it's you know we, we we won't stand for it in what we do and that's just in comedy so why why should we stand for it in somewhere where these people are there to protect us and when i say us i mean everybody regardless of color or wherever you're from you're they are there like in america their slogan is to protect and serve you're like you're they're working for the people the people that they're now running over the people that they're now killing it's 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 fucking mad the system's fucking mad oh it's the structure of the institutions isn't it like chris was talking
0: earlier about about the army and i had a guy on the podcast who is campaigning and continues to campaign for bringing up the age the minimum age of joining the army because he joined when he was 18 and he feels it's done irreparable damage yeah
3: because you're formative years yeah
0: yeah, in in a in an in an army situation you can see how taking someone's individuality away and self-worth away and questioning of authority away can be important because in those moments where it's life or death you can't have people going oh I'm not yeah, sure. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? If, if, if in, yeah. in a fantasy world where what they're always doing is right or the the, the person in charge is always right, you can't have them questioning. So no. the way they build that, and it's the same in the police force. We've got to look after our own. We've got to protect mm. our own. We've got to cl- cl- close up ranks. We've got to defend because it is a hard job. It is a dangerous job. It is a job that has almost guaranteed PTSD at the end of the career. It has all these things. But that's that's... That's why it it, it it remains this place that's got bad things on. As you said, in comedy, you will call out people yeah. in the police force. It's so much rarer for the fellow officers to turn around and go, yeah. "We need to get rid of that guy because he's yeah. fucking
3: horrible." because well, the yeah. <sighs> they have to be they have to be colleagues, they have to be linked, don't they? they? have to be supportive yeah. well, of each other. it affects other.
5: credibility, doesn't it? As well, like the one bent cop up makes the uh, draws a, draws an aspersion that you know it affects the credibility of the police force in itself.
3: It's loyalty to each other, isn't it? And have you got each other's back when it all kicks off?
5: But it's all that shit. And yeah, we talked about tribes earlier, but to to me, the tribe that I like to, I try to pursue and push myself towards now. is just the truth honesty mm, yeah and, uh, and truth comes from as much information as you can gather I'm, I'm not interested in and I always found this funny about football and it's that like I could never support when all my mates would watch football and their team would double-footed slide tackle and break like absolutely crippling tackle and the refers show them a red card and because of their loyalty to the team would be like mate that weren't a red and I couldn't get my head around it and maybe that's because I was just born a job's worth. like my dad brought me up like in, in that sense like, mm. I couldn't accept it but I think that that's the case. Like we, if you pursue, if we, if you pursue honest truth, as much as you can, that's as best as you can do. And much well, more so s- than in the police force. Like that, that's that should be s- like their 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 fucking mo. Is the problem the,
0: truth. the the problem now with the pursuit of truth is the internet? Yeah, because there's so much information that's mm. so many inaccuracies, so many things you may or may not be able to get to the the real tr- truth of it becomes harder and harder to find the truth because yeah. essentially you're going into the biggest library in the world, but all the, all the spines have been, have been wiped <laughs> clean and you've got to find your information, but yeah, there's all this not, information. Someone's there.
5: not indexed it correctly. And also yeah, then you've yeah. got absolute and relative truth. That's another hour conversation we don't yep. need to have now, but <laughs> or, or, um, or, or you, you bring up a good thing there, Chris of an hour conversation is it's hilarious
0: that I started this podcast saying, Look, we don't have to talk about it. I just want, I feel it'd be silly if we don't just bring it up at the start. <laughs> We're now an hour into talking about it. I've still no idea why Stu has got the darkest tan I've seen in years. <laughs> um,
3: I'll tell you what, going back to the, to, to the army, <laughs> one of the, apart from the, some of the weird shit, I met Gary Glitter's cousin. Right. All right.
5: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. That almost sounds like the perfect point to stop. I'm thinking. I I thought I'd keep on.
0: he will hear hear more in part two. (laughs) I thought I'd lighten the (laughs) mood. This will be split up, so that's perfect. Everyone's going to be like, "I've got to hear that." We will. We will end part one there, and we'll continue. So, yeah. (laughs)
1: You've been listening to Scroobius Pips
4: Distraction Pieces.
0: Right, there we go. Let's leave part one there. Um, that seemed like a good point to to take a breather and leave a bit of a teaser. Have some suspension there on, uh, <laughs> on Gary Glitter's cousin. Um, it gets messier and messier as we go, but as usual... This one run up at midnight, part two will be up at midday, and part three will be up at the, at the next midnight. So 12 hours apart. Um Yeah, see you in a bit.